Welcome to Align by Design. I'm Amy Allchurch, and I'm bringing you human design and business for the modern entrepreneur. I'm a leading human design expert and energetic alignment business coach. I lead entrepreneurs like you to shift your business where it's not working so that it starts to work for you. Through human design and alignment, you experience the flow, the ease, integrity, and undeniable magnetism, impact, and of course, income. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you human design and business in a way that you've never experienced it before. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to Align by Design. It is Amy and I have a really exciting episode today because I have the gorgeous, the amazing, the powerful Viola Hug who is here to talk to you guys about being a manifester, her magic in this world. She is a really deep intuitive who, I mean, she has a lot of things going on. She's an author. She is the abundant babe. And she is just bringing so much beauty and magic and power into the world. So I'm so excited for her to be here. And Viola, take it away and tell us about you. (laughs) Thank you so much, Amy. I'm so excited to be here. (sighs) Well, I mean, that was a pretty good intro, made me look really, sound really shiny and awesome, <laughs> which I am, by the way, I am very shiny and awesome, <laughs> no. but I'm also, um, you know, it's definitely been a journey to get here. I think it's like, in a, in a nutshell, I've been doing um, online coaching, mostly in business for spiritual entrepreneurs uh, for about two years and three months now and it's so crazy because before that I was an entrepreneur like trying out different things trying to find my place trying to find something that one I really loved but two I could actually make work and I don't think it was a coincidence that literally the same month I decided to launch a coaching business I found human design I found out I was a manifester and I was like huh this is literally the opposite approach I've been taking to business (laughs) and I was and my intuition was just like do it like go all in on this, like see what happens if you approach this business as a manifester instead of, you know, I was kind of more trying to be a manifesting generator before that. And it worked out really well. (laughs) And it worked and here you are. (laughs) It worked out really, really well. And here I am today. (laughs) She decided to live like a manifester and bam. (laughs) In a nutshell. (laughs) So you are a four, six splenic manifester. And I guess to kind of talk to us about how you were building your business before knowing about human design and how you were kind of feeling like in your life and you're in alignment, like in your own personal alignment, your energy and what led you, you know, cause it was sometimes when people are introduced to human design, they're like, either it changes their life like it did for you or they're like, okay, cool, but I'm going to keep doing this. So what made you really make that, that shift and decide to step into your complete alignment? Yeah, I think like a lot of it made more sense in hindsight than it made sense at the time, you know, if you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know I was living out of alignment with my design because I didn't even know I had a design, you know, for the longest time. And like the things that I understand about human design and how I was living before human design, what what would that be? HD? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) HD. HD and AHD um, was... um, 
really like I grew up with uh, two manifesting generator parents. And then of course, because a lot of the world does have a defined sacral center, I was amplifying a lot of that sacral energy of like really feeling like I needed to do all of the time. So it was like, I always felt the pressure of like, I wanted to be successful and I had the intuition and I was pretty clear I had a strong intuition, even though I doubted it at times. And I mean, in my human design now, it's like, that's one of my really strong channels is that my intuitive um, channels, like my um, sun gate is in the channel of intuition, uh, the gate of intuition. And um, I had that knowing that I could do this stuff and that I could create something for myself. But at the same time, it felt like I was always under pressure that I needed to do more to make it happen. So like my idea of creating success was like, I'll wake up earlier than you. I will go to sleep later than you. (laughs) And I will like, you know, and not necessarily that I was always in competition with other people, but it was that mentality of like the reason you become successful is because you're willing to do more than everyone else around you. That hustle. Yeah, the hustle. So literally, like, my story was I would be, like, in hustle mode when I didn't feel like it, (laughs) when I felt like it. Um, I would go to a point where I would literally crash. And I would have, like, sometimes, like, I remember saying to my um, family at one point, I was like, I just sometimes get into this space where I literally can't get out of bed for three days. Like, I just am in bed and I just need a Netflix. And I'm, like, beating myself up the whole time Mm -hmm. about it because I'm like, I should be working. I should be working. I should be working. Now everything's going to fall apart. And this is terrible. (laughs) But it literally would get to the point where probably every two weeks to maybe every three weeks, I would just, like, not be able to function. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And so and did you ever confuse that for, because a lot of in human design, like a lot of the undefined open centers that we have um, really do bring in a lot of anxiety and can mm. create the pressure of depression. Did you ever feel like you were in the zone of, you know, of mental health or were you just like, Oh, you know, like just something doesn't feel right. And I need mm. to shift something. Did you have that awareness yet? Or were you just like, well, well, I don't know what's going on. Like in terms of like, I definitely fell into a lot of mental health stuff, like prior to this phase in my business, in business, because before I was in business, that's when I really struggled a lot personally, right? When I started doing um, business, I was also doing personal development alongside of it. So I was already kind of getting a little bit more awareness of that kind of stuff, but I definitely would have moments where I would like have an emotion that I would not know how to handle, whether it would be coming through um, with sadness or anxiety or whatever. And I I also at that point was very much like repressive of my feelings, not very dealing with my feelings energy. So I'd just be like, just ignore it, you know, just do something else. But I would have times when I'd be like, oh my God, am I getting depressed again? Because I I used to really struggle with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also interesting because knowing human design now, like I'm the only open emotional center of um, every, like my two sisters and both my parents were defined emotional centers. (laughs) And I, growing up, it was so hard for me because when they would fight or if someone would be upset, I would always be the one crying. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I would be so hurt about it and I would be, I'd get sick. Like I would actually physically get sick, like get a cold or something like that when people would fight around me. Um, So it's not that I necessarily had the awareness that I was picking it up from the world around me when I was in business, but it was definitely that I would feel like 
it came through for pressure for me in most, in, in most of my business life, you know, like it came through mm-hmm. as like this pressure of not being good enough, of not doing enough, of feeling like I should be doing better or more or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then as you started to like align, like how did that feel? So then all of a sudden like human design comes into your life. You're like, okay, cool. I'm going to like try this new way. You obviously Mm -hmm. transitioned your business into coaching. Mm -hmm. And obviously when you step into that, into your own business and you're like excited about like, it's like your baby, right? It feels aligned already. And then how did you like really begin to develop almost, I guess, like that really strong intuitive voice of trust, right? Like you, you Mm -hmm. mentioned that you've always felt your intuitive voice, but how did you really begin to trust it and like step into that power? Because with manifestors, that's what it is. Like you are powerful, but you actually have to step into that power. You have to recognize it. You have to work with it. Right. So how did you begin to work with it and develop that? Yeah. So up till that point, like I was dabbling in a lot of different things. Like I tried running workshops with friends, which I love, but it was all just stuff that never really made a lot of money or never really was consistent. But my main thing that I'd been doing in business up to that point was network marketing. And so I think the appeal to do something for my own, which was to start my own coaching business was because I was really craving doing something my way, you know, which is Mm -hmm. very manifestor as well. Like I just wanted to do it my way. I was so sick of like having to follow a system and the whole time I was even in network marketing, I was trying to innovate (laughs) as well, but it just like, I just never, it just never was quite right, you know? And in hindsight now, it just wasn't the perfect aligned thing for me, but it was definitely the gateway for a lot of things for me. Um, I, during the year before specifically, like the couple years before I started my coaching business, but specifically the year. So in 2017, um, I was actually going through my Saturn return, which I didn't know until after <laughs> after the year was over. Um, and I was already really tapping into my intuition a lot um, and kind of like learning um, just like how to f- trust that. And so that's why when I came across human design, something inside of me was telling me like, this is it and start your coaching business and do it exactly how you want to do it. And I was like, oh, but when I first read human design, I actually really resisted it because when I found out that I had an open sacral center, I was like, it can't be because I prided myself so much on hard work that when it said like, you know, manifesting generators can work really hard. And when, as long as they love what they do that, you know, it's da da da. And I was like, I resonate with that. That's me. Like, I'm not someone who needs time off. Like I actually was like kind of pissed about it because I had such an identity (laughs) around the hustle. Um, Which is all the conditioning, all the conditioning from your parents, from the network Mm -hmm. marketing, like everything. And, and that's how deep conditioning goes, which is the point where you're like, that's me. Yeah. Until you start to strip it away. Yeah, exactly. And so then I was like, really resistant to it but then a part of me was also just like oh I'm in like 10% <laughs> like you know <laughs> manifestors are so unique um which I also kind of jived with and so I don't know it was like this weird space where like my intuition was like trust it um but I really resisted aspects of it at the beginning um and I think it was just a, a coincidence that I had a coach who was a clairvoyant at the time and she said to me like you need to like, you're way too far in your masculine. Like you need to bring in the feminine energy and you need to learn how to like enjoy the moment and all this stuff. And I'm like, huh, what are you talking about lady? (laughs) Like I enjoy the moment when I'm hustling. Um, But for some reason I was just so, I think because for five years at that point, I'd been struggling to figure it out in business that I was so willing, you know, I was just like, whatever. And it felt good to be honest, to be like, I can take a day off and not have to feel guilty. 
huh, mm-hmm. this feels like a nice idea. <laughs> and so I, that's what all the work was for me at the beginning is I'm learning. And I was kind of just like putting out random offers here and there between playing around with my design and like trying to apply it in different ways and seeing how it felt and just being really aware of where I was noticing conditioning versus like what actually felt good. And, um, then I was making money and I was like, Oh, (laughs) this is great. (laughs) This feels good now. Um, and actually something you mentioned there too, about really bringing in the feminine, because what a lot of people don't realize when they read the description of a manifester because it talks about so much power and mm. you know initiating and going out there and making it happen and just getting you know just doing it just getting it done it sounds very masculine it yeah. sounds very and we talk about the power the power we relate you know in our world generally automatically to like you know the male power mm-hmm. male masculine energy um but this is something we worked on a lot in, in manifestor matrix too was bringing in that feminine and bringing mm-hmm. in that grace and really a huge part of of mastering and really aligning with your design as a manifestor is understanding those i don't want to say waves but like those ebbs and flows of mm-hmm. like the masculine and the feminine. And there is such a flow to it, but a lot of it is very feminine energy and leaning back and Mm -hmm. short kind of bursts out in that masculine power energy and go. I think what I found for myself is that um, the power is not something you have to assert, Mm -hmm. but you just have to know you have, you know what I mean? And that's like the feminine versus the masculine. Like before I was trying to assert my power, I was like, I'm powerful. Look at me. You know, and then when it was just suddenly like, huh, I can just be powerful because I am. And what does that feel like to me today? Well, today that feels like Netflix and tomorrow that feels like channeling five posts in one day, which was actually my today, by the way, like I'm like, (laughs) I post them all today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's just like, and yeah, the big thing for me learning to really live as a manifester and a big, like a, and a great, greater understanding that I got from manifestor matrix was, um, really trusting the urges, like really just listening to what the urges are, because for a manifestor, the energy is so inconsistent. Like mm-hmm. you can't just teach a script to a manifestor, <laughs> like, yeah. and be like, this is like what you can expect because you can't really expect like a, any sort of like, you know, you'll feel and like more driven for a few days and then you'll need a rest for a few days. It's just like so random. Sometimes I have like a two week burst where I'm like completely inspired every single day. And then other times it's like a one day burst and it's two weeks of wanting to rest. Um, or like kind of like ex- not necessarily rest, but like bring my energy out in different ways, like more creative or hanging out with my partner or whatever. Um, And yeah, that, so for me, it's always like, I ask myself, like, what do I actually feel like doing? Like, what am I getting the urge to do right now? Mm -hmm. And trusting that that's the thing that I need to do to like, still be in my power. Totally. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so important. And um, yeah. And like actually going and doing the urges and sometimes asking yourself that, right. Because it's Mm -hmm. easy to like get lost in like, Oh, I don't really have an urge, but you're just kind of feeling uninspired. And then just asking yourself to tap back into that energy and activate it. 
Mm, I think that was a big one as well because like I tend to be like one of those people that goes like quite extreme <laughs> like <laughs> like when it was like you know hustle mode I was like as hustle as could go and then when I first started like tapping into more feminine energy I was just like so feminine that I was like a blob basically <laughs> a very gorgeous goddess blob but nonetheless. um but yeah, it was kind of like with the human design thing, it was like, um, when I kind of started like really leaning into the idea, oh, I can still be powerful, even if I don't necessarily do, do, do. Um, I got into this space where I was like, do I even feel like doing anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of like spark myself back up because I, because I think like, it's easy to fall into a rut for anyone, regardless of what type you are of falling just what you feel like, because we're still human. Mm-hmm still have emotions and we still can get kind of like stagnant in our energy and so then it was more like not necessarily what I feel like doing now but what am I inspired by in my life right now you know and then I'm pregnant right now so some of it comes out and like I'm inspired to be you know like planning stuff for the baby or I'm inspired to be spending time with my husband while it's just the two of us or Mm -hmm. then it's like I'm inspired to do xyz in my business before the baby gets here you know Um, and so then suddenly, then the inspiration starts sparking back up because then I'm like in my life, like ultimately this is what I'm inspired to do. And then like what needs to come through in the moment comes through. Yes. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And yeah, thank you for explaining that because I think that's like a really important thing for people to like hear. (laughs) Yeah. Even me, I'm like, thanks for the So you are prego. You having a little baby. I cannot wait. How have you? Um, okay. Well, first of all, okay. So let's just yeah go into motherhood. So do you have any? Um, I mean, you're super excited, obviously, like to have this little baby. But are you? Do you feel any? Um, you know, like with your design too, like any nervousness around it. Um, I mean, even with what you mentioned before, I wanted to go back of your defined centers that mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, I was working on my sacral and really like, you know, that burnout, but also with your defined root, with your defined heart, with your defined like G center, your throat center, like you have so much powerful definition in you that like it's easy to actually activate that power and it's just where we get confused with like not stopping it right because you do have that you do have that to use that energy to use and to go do and do all of the things it's just like you also have to turn it off Mm -hmm. um but so do you have any like ah what's gonna happen when this baby's here my business and you know the urges or tapping into still being a manifester and really like because manifester is very much like on living there, you know, doing their thing as Mm. they feel their urges. So talk to me Mm. about that. (laughs) So I have like so many thoughts about it, but none of them that I like, I guess like have certainty around, like maybe that's my open Ajna. (laughs) Like I don't feel like I have a specific opinion about it, but it's like, you know, the thoughts that have crossed my mind is like my husband's a projector. I'm a manifester. We both value sleep and rest (laughs) And all the things that, you know, may or may not be available to us as easily when um, we have a baby. And then I'm like wondering what the baby's design is going to be and how Mm. that's going to play off our charts. Because I know like when my husband and I are just us, we're both splenic, we're both um, non-sacral. And so we have like a lot of kind of like synergy with how our energies fit together. And so we find when it's just the two of us, we're often very peaceful, very just like chill 
versus mm-hmm. when we used to live with other people who are either like defined sacrals or defined emotionals or, you know, a range of other things. Like we would find our energy was a lot more tense. Like it would get tense easier anyway. And this was before we really understood human design. So we didn't have that filter. Um, so then it's like, you know, the thoughts of like, oh my gosh, what happens there? But then at the same time, like I'm really leaning into this like belief that our children choose us mm-hmm. and that our children are also there to help us grow. You know, like mm-hmm. whatever happens is because it's meant to be part of what I'm meant to grow through. And I am also who I am and me loving what I do and me, I don't know, figuring out that transition, which I honestly can't imagine. Like, I don't know what it's going to be like. I have no, like, usually I'm very clear on vision. Like, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is what I envision for my year. This is what I envision. But when I envision like the baby being here and like, literally my app says like six weeks, something (laughs) like, it's like insane. Um, I like can't see past it. I'm just like, Mm. I have no idea what's going to happen. I think Um, that's the best thing you could possibly (laughs) go into it with. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's what everyone keeps saying. It's like, don't expect anything. And Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that, that I do know, and that's like where I found kind of like peace with it is that I've been able to handle every transition in my life from really, really hard things to moving countries to, you know, um, I don't know, smaller transitions and change. And I've, I've handled all of it and I'm, I'm good with transition and I'm good with change. So I'm, I'm willing to see what happens. And if yes, I'm really it's gonna ins- be amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's what I think is like, if I'm still really inspired, like as a mom to still be completely like involved in my work, or if I'm more pulled towards being more maternal, like, I don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen, but either way, it's like, it's the right decision because yeah, when I say like our children choose us, I really believe like mm-hmm. they choose us to be what we also truly desire to be as a parent as well. Like we don't need to sacrifice parts of ourselves. Um, oh my goodness. For yeah. that experience. In human design, it said that like the baby, the baby's soul, the baby's energy chooses your energy for that yeah. specific reason because they are needing or desiring your own energy. So it's like, people are often like, oh gosh, you know, I have a manifesting generator. Like I don't have enough energy. Well, like that's why they chose you, you know, they chose you because you're actually like that grounding, you know, you're that, that Mm -hmm. piece for them or, you know, you're, you're teaching each other. Yeah. And that's the whole point. Um, It's going to be so beautiful for you. I'm so excited. You're going to be an incredible, you guys both are going to be incredible parents and so baby. Oh, it's just going to be so awesome. I know. I can't wait. Oh, and um, with Nick too. So with you guys being non-energy, um, both of you, because Nick, as you mentioned, is a projector and also Sleenix. So you guys are very intuitive together too, right? So you you mm-hmm. really, um, you've talked to me before about just kind of how you're very open about like what you've connected with or, you know, visions that you've had or downloads that have come through and just openly communicating that, which I think is so awesome and so cool. Mm -hmm. And, um, has it always been like that? Like, have you guys always been kind of on like connected on that level? Um, I think we've always had, like, it was kind of like both of us now in hindsight, it's actually funny looking back because it's like, oh, that was probably just our splenic saying that because when we, (laughs) when we met, it was like, instant like we met exchanged phone numbers like and we met Uh for like 30 seconds and somehow I gave him my phone number and then (laughs) we text all week 
I went back to see him because I was living about three hours away. I went back to see him the following weekend. And like that weekend, he was just like, oh, so do you want to be with me forever? Like, this is the real deal kind of vibes. And I was just like, yeah, totally. Like, this is it. (laughs) So we've always had this like really strong sense of just getting each other. And I I was like Mm -hmm. trying to explain it to my like family when I first met him because they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A boyfriend. Cool. And I'm like, no, he's not just a boyfriend. (laughs) It's like, he's my person. (laughs) I was was trying to explain, but it was like this. Yeah. It was just this inner sense of knowing that it was like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like we just met. It was like, we were just like, oh, there you are. Like, you know. Where are yeah. you being? Yeah, I found um, you. Thank yeah, I found you. There you are. Nice to see you again, kind of thing. <laughs> but um, so we've always had that sense of understanding with that, but it's like been so amplified, I think, um, in understanding each other's human design because also mm-hmm. me as a manifester and like my husband has a very open chart. He only has two mm-hmm. defined centers, um, his um, G center and his uh, splenic. And so I have like defined will, defined root, like I'm a manifester. I was conditioned Manny, Manny Jen. Like I always had such high expectation, you know, cause we were also in business together for a while at the start. And like, I always had this like expectation of how I thought his energy energy should go. And I remember when we were first reading about human design and learning about it, like there was no better description for my husband than a projector. And we were just like <laughs> laughing at all the ways we tried to conditioner condition his projectorness out of him. Oh you know? <laughs> yeah. It's so true though, because projectors are very like unique energy type um compared to like how a lot of the world works, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> so, I like, and I feel like also easy to condition because they just want to be seen. So it's like, yeah. okay, fine. I'll do this if you're seeing me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so I don't know. It's, yeah, it's funny with that. And so now there's just like this more sense of understanding. It's like, you know, and, and even like the other day I was having like, I don't know, an emotional moment. And then I could tell like Nick's energy shifting. I'm like, Nick, are you okay? And he's like, my open emotional is just picking up your energy right now. (laughs) Just so funny. But yeah, so there's a deeper sense of just like understanding and more like just compassion for each other's um, differences in energy, I suppose, you Mm -hmm. know? And like one thing that like annoys Nick or like one of the things that like we have is like the, the projector that wants to be seen for their wisdom. And my husband does know a lot and he's a line one and he's researching and he's like always knowing all the things. And me as a manifester, I really love to be informed. Like I like to know the details. So when he's just like, Oh, we'll just do it this way. I'm like, yeah, but, but how, but like, tell me how you know that. And he's like, can't you just trust me? <laughs> like, no, but I really need to understand like how you know that. And I don't really care about the details, but I just kind of want to hear like a brief little description, you know? <laughs> totally. So, so it's just funny things like that that I don't know. I don't even know yeah. the question, but no, I like that relationship that things. <laughs> I like that you said that too because um, a lot of people forget that the way that um, we're like our strategies are also the way that we like to be brought things. So in the terms of selling, mm-hmm. right, of like marketing, if you are here to your strategy is to inform you're also going to, like, it's just an, a cool thing to pick up on, like how you like to buy. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, somebody's probably informing you of stuff, whether that be details or, you know, the desires that you're getting out of it or whatever. Like it's just, it's informing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cool little tip. 
Yeah, definitely. And I found that to be especially like in, in um, my relationship, that's actually come through most is just I realize how much I like to be informed, like even when we're going somewhere, if I can't see the Google map that mm. where we're driving, I'm like, where are we going? Where, where, do, we, where do we turn now? <laughs> how far away? And Nick used to be like, oh my God, I know where I'm going. And, I'm, and then we realized like, I wasn't asking because I didn't think he knew where he was going, but it was because I just like to know. So now he always just like will show me the map beforehand. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. And then I don't say anything the rest of the trip. <laughs> it's like we took care of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, something somebody asked me the other day who's also a manifester. And okay, so she has kids. And so I'm interested to see your, your take on this, your perspective on this. Um, so she has kids, she's running her business at home and she's like, you know, I, I get these urges, I get these downloads, I get these things that come through and it's almost like I can't focus on anything else in life. Like if my kids are coming at me, either I like get so annoyed and shut down and just want to go sleep because now I can't go do the thing. I can't actually get that energy out. Or I'm so like distracted and I'm like, I have to ignore everything, everyone. I need to go do the thing right now. And she was just asking me, you know, is that normal? And like, I 100% believe, but I'm just interested on your take. Even when you, you like you guys have traveled, you've lived mm -hmm. with tons of other people, like you've been everywhere. So, and while running your business mm -hmm. and now pregnant. So how, how is that like, how can you relate to that? Or what's your perspective on that? I so relate. I'm like smiling as you're talking. I'm like, lol. <laughs> and I'm like thinking of all the times that I'm just like doing my thing. And then all of a sudden I get an idea and I'm like, do, do, do. <laughs> and it's like, I go into this zone and then my husband's like talking to me. He's like, Oh, want to go to the gym at one. And I'm like, yeah. And then what I used to do is I'd be like, Oh, well, I said I was going to the gym at one. So I'll go to the gym at one and I'll be in the zone. And that's like what I call it is like when I'm in the zone and it's just like, everything's just coming out so easy because mm -hmm. other times it's just like, Oh, I have to think and I have to like put on music and I have to like try and do <laughs> things to get like in the zone. And then other times I'm just like, well, bam. And it just like flows and it's so easy and effortless. And they're my favorite times because I just know I can get like 10 months worth of stuff done in a day because <laughs> like, you're like straight up like. channeling <laughs> yeah and it just feels so easy and it is like it I think it is a hard space to then be called to like expectation around you because mm -hmm. um then if I said I was going to the gym then what ends up happening is I go to the gym but I'm kind of like resentful that I'm like breaking out of my my pattern then I feel the anger and the tightness then I can't get into the zone when I get back then you, you know and then it's kind of like then it's gone and then I'm frustrated at myself and it's kind of like this cycle of like the not self theme coming through mm -hmm. of like anger or just like <laughs> energy yeah. and so it's like um I do sometimes I question as well I'm like it's hard sometimes to stay consistent with habits when you're so inconsistent with like when you feel like doing stuff or when you know yes but totally I think like how I've kind of looked at it in hindsight is like overall like not in hindsight, I've said that word so many times tonight. Well, how I look at it now, <laughs> moving forward, actually, is um, like thinking about that everything ends up being consistent over time. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I still go to the gym consistently over a month. It's just that sometimes in a week I might go five days and sometimes in a week I might only go a couple of days because I just happen to have really good channeling times at my normal gym time. <laughs> 
you know, and I know it's probably harder with like things like kids and stuff like that and other commitments as well. Like, you know, if I have a call or something like that and I have to break it, but I do get that energy of like being like, oh, I just want to stay in the zone, like leave me alone. Yeah. Like <laughs> that energy has to come out. It's yeah. like, that's the powerful force. Like it mm. needs to be out. Um, and another question I have, <laughs> all the questions for you. So as a four, six, so yeah. you are now in your like six phase. So you've worked through your three, through being a three. Yeah. Um, did you notice anything? Because like, I'm really loose on ages. Like I, yeah. I'm not like at age 30, everything is shifting into being a six, you know? So, um, but did you feel that shift or did you feel like it was just more of like a transition? So if you guys are new being a three in your profile, basically you're continuously like experimenting. I always say like, you're kind of banging into walls, learning from it, re-navigating, but like, that's what you're meant to be doing. That's how you learn. You're like actually in the experience of it. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it doesn't work out so great and you learn from it and then you grow. Um, so as a six, you're a three, what they say up until you're 30, and then you're moving into your second phase of being a six, um, mm-hmm. which is really like that leaning back and gathering all of the experiences from your three, from your first 30 years. And you're just like putting everything together and really, really developing a lot of wisdom um, to be going forward at 50 onward, which is then like that strong, strong role model that's coming out and just like talking about all of the things. Mm-hmm. So did you feel you were three, like you definitely lived as a three and do you feel like you've transitioned into that second phase of being a six? I feel like that was one of the most true things for human design for me. And it was like, it was honestly like a black and white transition for me. Mm, It was like, like, you know, when I say like my five years of struggle in business and blah, blah, blah. And like my, like the years of me not figuring things out in relationships and not figuring things out in communication. And like, I can't tell you how many things I like messed up in my first, (laughs) well, it was for me, it's 29 years. Um, and it was like, and I, I don't know like what the relevance of this or how true this is for human design and astrology crossover, but I heard it's like around the Saturn return that, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and then it's the Chiron return for the third phase, um, which happens around 50. And so it was like, up until that point, it was like everything I was like figuring out and I was trying to figure it out. And I launched my coaching business, December, 2017, which I started, I made money my first month in my coaching business, like maybe like $300, but I still made money. You know what I mean? Like that's insane to me considering I'd been working for so long Mm -hmm. to like try and make something where I made money and I was making money for something that a hundred percent felt easy and good and right. Everything about it felt aligned and I just had such clarity on what I wanted to do. And my Saturn return literally finished December, 2017 Wow. And I, and I didn't know actually about Saturn return until like a few months later. But then when I looked back, I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck? And (laughs) and then also the line six thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, the other thing that I noticed is suddenly like, I always used to be such a people pleaser as well. Like if people asked me to do things or go out for coffee or have this conversation that I was like totally not aligned with, I would just do it because you know, whatever. And as soon as I hit that transition, Um, I noticed that suddenly I just had no time for things that didn't feel aligned. Like if people, if I didn't want to go out for coffee with someone, I would just say no. And I had no problem with it suddenly. (laughs) Like I was just like, I don't have time for this. Like, no, thank you. (laughs) 
you know, like, mm, no, rather not. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, suddenly I had such clarity in what worked, what didn't, what I was willing to partake in, what I was not willing to stand for. And it was like, yeah, like I said, black and white clarity from like, what am I doing banging into walls to suddenly like, oh, here I am. That's <laughs> like, amazing. Oh, yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's so different for everyone because it, some it's just like this like, you know, this watery transition and then mm-hmm. other people it's like, it is that clear cut where it's like, yep, nope, I get it now. I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely what That's it felt so like That's so cool. Um, okay, so talk to us about your business, what you have going on right now, like all of the things I know, like you've just been creating the most incredible containers for, for people to be working with you in where people are just manifesting like crazy. They are really stepping into their authenticity. They're developing their own intuition so deeply. So mm-hmm. tell us about what you do, what magic you create and how people can like work with you. Yeah. So I, I think like exactly what, what you said is such a powerful way to, um, to, frame it because that's, I think, a really huge part of what I'm really great at and what part of my purpose is, is helping people see that they can have it all in life and the way they want to have it as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like you get to do it with your own unique design, your own, what feels good for you. Um, and there doesn't have to be like sacrifice to things in your life, you know? And I just like believe that to my core and I believe it's available for everyone. Um, and the way that I mainly do that at the moment is through spirituality, abundance and wealth and business. So I have different programs and stuff that support those different things at the moment. I'm definitely going through, I don't know if it's like pregnancy invoked or next level. I don't know what it is, but I'm going through this transition of, um, bringing out a lot more of the spiritual components of how I've built my business, which is really fun. So there's going to be more kind of like, um, deeper stuff with that like it's already incorporated in all that I do but it's going to be even more which is cool that's so awesome (laughs) yeah and then I do one-on-one coaching as well um which is I mean I love it all for different reasons but I think you you know what one-on-one coaching is like it's just like a completely different vibe and feeling where you really get to yeah where you like go all in on it with one person versus just like um teaching something that's really exciting and amazing but it's Mm -hmm. all fun and um yeah so violahug.com is kind of like the hub for most of that but the best places to probably hang out with me are at violahug on instagram and um, my abundant babes facebook group which is a free facebook community i have which is awesome because you show up in there so much you (laughs) give so much to everybody in there it's amazing and i just love your like authenticity and your vibes in there um And yeah, so something you said too about, you know, really showcasing your spirituality and how you've built your business around that. I think it's so important for people to realize. And I think, I mean, I feel like there's like a massive like shift in, in everyone understanding business these days anyways, where Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not strategy. It's not hustle. It's not, you know, those things are definitely Mm -hmm. important in a time and a place. Um, but so we, we have the same one-to-one coach, Melanie and Lair, and we are also in a mastermind with so many other incredibly powerful, beautiful, talented, gifted women. And um, just what I noticed, if what really what you said there is all of us have somehow built our business around spirituality, whether we mm. are super tapped into it or super aware of it or you know, that's coming as, as like a hindsight thing, you know, looking mm-hmm. back at it. But um, 
if, if you guys are out there and building your business, like spirituality and understanding that there is so much more than just you, you know, you are like Mm -hmm. the portal of it. You are the channel of it and your gifts and your, your magic, what you're here to do is supported by someone, something else. And allowing that to guide you, I think is just like the most transformative part of business. Like that's when people Mm -hmm. like, when you were like, yes, my business felt so amazing that first month and I made money and you know, it all was just like easy that's mm-hmm. because you just trusted yourself mm-hmm. and you were also working, you know, with, with your energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree with that. And it's like, when you look at the wealthiest people of the world, all of them talk about having some sort of higher connection, you know? Absolutely. And I really like, I believe just believing in something is a good thing. Um, and for me, it's been a really like unique journey how I've done that. Like trusting my intuition is just like kind of scratching the surface, I think Mm -hmm. of what's available to us with, um, tapping into that, but it's like, it doesn't really matter how you do it. You'll be called to the right vibe for you. Um, Yeah. I definitely think it's huge. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you're bringing that to the surface too and diving deeper into it Mm. because it's just, that's, what's going to change people's lives. You know, that's, what's going to change people's Mm. businesses. So, so good. Um, did you have any other, like anything that you wanted to bring up or any other questions or anything, anything? Mm. I feel like, I feel like I'm good. This was really, really fun. But I think like, um, if you're listening and you're a manifester, I just think that it just, it's keep in mind, it gets to be so fun. Like you're here to do it like a very, very unique way Mm -hmm. and fun to you might look different than to me, but it's, like when you're tapping into that energy of just like, what could I create? Like if I just like took the limitations away of what I thought I had to do, what would be possible for me right now? Um, that will open up a whole new world of potentiality and possibility and possibly even recognizing intuitions that you're already receiving um, and inspirations you're already receiving that you might've just not been acting on. Um, and then uh, for anyone who's not a manifester, you're awesome too. <laughs> <laughs> every design is perfect (laughs) yes I do believe that I so do and it's like that's why I love with working with so many different people and like knowing everyone's design because everyone has such a unique magic and there really is no limitation ever with human design it's just like it's the best energy for us to achieve our purpose and that's that Yes. I love that. Yay. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for being so accommodating to be doing this that night. I love you. (laughs) Of course. I can't wait to give this little baby boy a little snuggle because he's going to be the cutest thing ever. So thank you so much. And you guys go share this. If you're a manifester, you're going to want to listen, share this with other manifestors find um find both of us on instagram and tag us share the episode what you loved about it and what you took away from it so thank you guys so much for listening viola thank you so much for being here and sending everyone so much love align by design